criminals guess what the fuck is up this is a special episode why because this was the number one reason i started this podcast i wanted to interview artists that i think deserve way more recognition and what i love about this episode as it comes specially by Putrid Records. Who's Putrid, you ask? Oh, just an underground record label out of Seattle. Owner? David Ledford. So shout out, David. Thank you for sponsoring this. And thanks for, you know, linking up with me and running this little, hopefully this little, like, uh, this little business deal we got going. So with Putrid Records... It's a record label, correct? And he wants interviews. So I told him I would definitely do that if I could double down on it and use the interviews for a podcast episode. Homeboy was all for it. He was so for it that he decided to give us criminals a promo code. For what? Oh, the Putrid merch line. I got a fresh-ass Putrid tea. It's so killer, raw shit. I'm going to be linking the merch line. It's going to be dope as fuck. But anyways, go check out the merch. At the end of checkout, you will enter the promo code CROOK. That's C-R-O-O-K for 10% off the total. Again, that's promo code CROOK. C-R-O-O-K. Go check it out. Some fresh ass shit. But again... Shout out David and shout out Putrid. And also shout out Joka. Who's Joka? Joka is the number one interviewer that was linked up by David. Yo, David's for the underground. And lucky for him, introduced me to Joka. Joka is a hot up-and-coming talent from Italy. The homie makes bangers. And he's young, bro. Homie's 18. Dude, these some youngins making straight fire. But I'm glad I was able to, to connect with him. He's, dude, he's a young kid, super nice kid. And I really enjoyed the interview with him. But, you know, I, I'm going to stop talking because go find out about Joker. He's a, he's a cool homie, very nice, very sweet. But also, don't forget, putrid merch line, promo code CROOK. That's C-R-O-O-K. For 10% off at checkout. That's Crook. C-R-O-O-K. For 10% at checkout. I'm done rambling. Guys, go meet Joker. Um, you were saying that you lived in a really small, small village. Yeah, right. It's uh, in South Tyrol. It's like to the border to Austria. That's why I can like my main language is uh, German. Your main language is German, huh? Also Italian. And I learned English for myself. And you, t- you taught yourself? I can't understand your lagging. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, watching videos, playing GTA and stuff. 
I learned it all by myself, actually. <laughs> Doug, that's awesome. You learned English from playing GTA? Yeah, yeah. That's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that's awesome. Dang, that's crazy. Um, yeah, so I know I know English. English is my first language. And my parents are from Mexico, so I know Spanish, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you said your main language is German, too? Yeah, yeah. I would have never guessed that. Yeah, it's because we live, like, near Austria. And in Austria, they're, they're talking only German, so... Oh, like I see. it's like really ten minutes from the border from here. Oh, that's close. That's way close. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and start this episode. Criminals. I linked up with Putrid Records from Seattle. Shout out David. He's the one that connected me to this episode's guest, Joka. Go ahead and introduce hey. yourself, man. What's good? I'm Joka. I'm 18 years old. I'm from Italy. What's good, man? Yeah, ready to go. 18-year-old from Italy, huh? Yeah. That's crazy. I, um, so, you, we got connected through David, you know, Putrid Records. All right, yeah. Um, how did you get connected to him? Uh, I think I found his, his page, like Putrid Records, uh, a while ago. And I saw that word. there was submissions that we that he was taking submissions. So I just sent him one. Uh, it's the one called Bonga Rhythm. It's actually like I think the fan favorite because it has like twenty thousand plays now. It's one of my highest. What did you just say? Twenty thousand plays? Yeah, yeah. And joke is going off the rails. Like I got in contact with him, and. Yeah, he was like, he's one of the nicest persons I've ever met through the internet. Oh, yeah. Like, he, hands down, he's like, he's really a G, man. He's, yeah, he's nice. He, he's he did nice. a lot for me. He did, he did a really nice, nice uh, things for me. Yeah, I I'm got. I'm very thankful. thankful yeah, for, for real. Yeah, because I got connected to David basically the same way. I started following Putrid Records, and then I saw that he was taking submissions. So then I sent him a song, and then he accepted it. He wanted it, and then we became friends since then. And like you said, like yeah, he's a really nice and genuine guy. Yeah, he's yeah. like really. He's here for the underground scene. One hundred percent. Yeah, he's definitely for for the underground culture. Yeah, and what I realize is he he wants to use Putrid as a platform for the underground producers that don't really get the time of day, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, and and like I said, he's the one that connected us. He said he wanted to start doing interviews for Putrid, and I'm like, man, I will definitely love to do that for you because I got this podcast going too, so we can double up, do some podcast episodes, and I can do some interviews for him. And you are lucky guest number one, man. Damn, what an honor, man. Yeah, this is exciting. This is my Thank first you time. Thank you for having me, man. Oh, yeah. This is my first time doing a interview over Zoom. Doing a... Because I have... I think I have like almost 10 episodes out. But they're all in person. Oh, so okay. So this is my first 
uh, internet one, then my Zoom meeting one, and no, I'm excited. Yeah, it's it's the first one for me too. I never expected to give to to give an interview, but here we are, man. Yeah, here we are. You uh, you never know, and it's all about meeting the right people. And like you said, David's for the underground. Yeah, he really pushed uh, my career, like a yeah. lot. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, cause he's the reason I heard of you. So then I looked you up on SoundCloud, and yo, you have some fire ass tracks. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah, Appreciate it. I like your music, and maybe, maybe after the episode, we can talk about possibly starting a track together. You never know. Yeah, that's but a good idea, I think. Yeah, we'll we'll send each other some stuff. We'll talk more about it. Yeah, of course. But the first question that I want to ask you is, what got you into electronic music, specifically dubstep? Um, it was like around 2011. Uh, it was uh, how it's Nero promises the Skrillex remix. Of course, it was my sister that showed it me to me, and I was I went crazy, and yeah, that really changed my life when I look back at it now because that was probably the moment where I got into this new lane of life called dubstep rhythm because it was around the time that I got my first phone too. So I can so I could start downloading music, and I actually listened to it. And yeah, the first stuff I heard was like big room, and so if you remember the genre, but then I switched pretty pretty quickly to, to dubstep. Yeah, of course I remember big room. I like I started listening to to electronic music around the same time, and the the one of the first songs I heard was "Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites" by Skrillex. Yeah, damn, I remember that one too, man. Oh, yeah, it's crazy because, like, I think some of the people that I've talked to that li- started listening to music around that time, it was always Skrillex, like, the first song that they heard. Yeah. Yeah, he, he blew up, and I, I didn't really listen to electronic music before then, but I think his sound design was was just out of this world at the at the moment. Yeah, it was like something fresh, something new. Something new and fresh with the with the monster growls and uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was crazy. So if you got into dubstep around that time, what artist got you? Skrillex for sure. But what what other artists did you listen to that got you into it? Uh back in the day it was X Core. He's in X Core. But damn he was he played a huge part too. Like I listened to so many songs every day. Like I don't know, I was kind of addicted to music back then. Like I couldn't stop listening. And you were always trying to like find something new, find something crazy because back then yeah. it was like, it was like it was so, especially with Skrillex coming, blowing up the scene. It it was such a game changer in electronic music because. At, after that, it's like who can make the craziest sounds. So after that, yeah. you just started hearing different crazy sounds, and yeah. er, and er, the whole scene just ended up blowing up. Yeah, like everyone trying to go for the growls and lasers. Yeah, exactly. I really, I I loved that stuff. Like I loved it really. Like growls was my favorite things. Like a track full of growls that would be my favorite track. I yeah, I, like. 
some some older kill the noise kill the noise has some yeah. crazy growls too yeah yeah them too barely alive too i i listened uh-huh. back into back in the day when they started or i think around the time they started yeah 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 the electronic music has gone a long ways it's crazy hearing something it's it's always changing there's always something new yeah like uh, i think the latest in my my opinion is sudden death is probably like the biggest latest like yeah change. he blew up yeah like void, void his project void was like it went perfect for him he oh yeah one hundred percent. Everyone was digging the demonic sounds that he tried to do. It's crazy. It's crazy, and especially like I think of say like you and you and I coming from a production standpoint, the type of sounds he make is difficult to yeah. make, and also difficult to make sound good. Yeah, yeah, because mixing that stuff, like I don't even want to know what he went through mixing these songs, man. Yeah, because mixing or, or creating the sounds is one thing, but making the sounds sound good is a completely yeah. other thing. Yeah, that's true. All right, so you... Oh, have you heard uh, Miss You by Fox Stevenson? X-Core has a remix to that song. Have you heard that? Oh, I'm searching it up right now. Yeah, search it up, listen to it after the show. And because that's my favorite X Core song, it's a remix, but that's my favorite X Core song. Oh yeah, I, I found it. I found it. Yeah, you'll have to you'll have to listen to that one. I will. <laughs> but um, I. So you got into the music around 2011. At what point did you decide? Okay, I want to make this music. When did you decide that? Uh, it was like an accident almost because I was browsing YouTube on my laptop, on my father's laptop back in the day. And uh, I saw like FL Studio and I just clicked on it because I was interested. And I saw what was possible with it, with the program. And yeah, so I downloaded the demo version and just started doing and I instantly fell in love with it kind of because I, it's still today, it's like, uh, like an addiction because every time like I didn't uh, produce for one or two weeks I felt bad for myself like I needed to get back on it like it was instantly my addiction to be honest yeah it's fun because especially like at first it's a little tough to get started to get going right yeah, yeah. but once you start catching a groove and yeah. It, yeah, like you said, it just becomes an addiction. Like yesterday, you made something good. You want to build off of that today. And then tomorrow, you want to make something better. And yeah, yeah, next thing you know, you're spending like eight, 10 hours in front of your laptop. And then next thing you know, it's 6 a.m. And you're like, damn, I should probably go to <laughs> yeah. bed. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. It's good, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Like but it's, it's really fun. Yeah, it's I love I I. I I couldn't imagine doing something else to be honest. Like this is my all-time love. Yeah, and I and I like cuz it's um it can take your mind off a of, off of a lot of things and you can go yeah. so deep into it and like you said like when you saw the endless possibilities that FL had when you first got it, I that's one of my favorite parts about it right now is that like you can do so much. Yeah. 
and you don't even know like half of what you can fully do. Yeah. And so I feel like it's a type of thing that you never stop learning. You always learn new tricks, new tips. Yeah. And it, it's a it's a fun hobby. It's really, really fun. But nowadays, uh, it's like, I think nowadays it's easier to get into it because there are a lot of uh, YouTube tutorials, like dedicated channels. And it's uh, like back in the day, I, I found maybe one or two tutorials on dubstep. Uh, and they were in English, so I couldn't even understand them properly. Yeah. So I kind of learned on my own. And But I'm honestly really proud of me because I could literally create everything that I have in my head right now because I went through Trap, through Big Room House, Future Base, House. Mm. Like I made every, almost every genre. And like now I, I really have the endless possibilities. Like, if I got a melody in my head, I can just put it, simply put it in and start off as that tune. Yeah, that's that's really nice. And that's awesome that, that you produced a lot of other genres because I'm sh- like, even though you produced like dubstep rhythm, there's still fr- still stuff from like trap or big room that I'm sure you learned while making that, that you can transfer over to dubstep and help you out yeah, in there too. Sure. Yeah. So that's really cool that, that you... You didn't limit yourself because a lot of people limit themselves, but you still decided to produce a little bit of everything. Yeah, because I think it's just more knowledge around from, you just gain more knowledge from like every genre. Because uh-huh. it's, it's always kind of a different workflow because you it acquires different things and you learn just little tricks and you you never you basically basically you never can you can never stop learning. Yeah, you can learn you, something. It can new. always get better. It can uh-huh. always get better, and that's and what I love about it. Yeah, it's crazy. You can do so much, so much. But all right, when it comes to producing, what's your favorite part about it? Say you're sitting down, you're sit, you have FL open, you have one of your projects open. What's your favorite thing about production? Damn. I think sound designing and the drums. Yeah. Like that's my favorite part because like that's the whole the oh no, the fundament is that English, I think. Yeah, the fundamentals. Track. Yeah, the fundamentals for the track. And like uh, I don't know, I could do it all day, but sadly I have to make intros too and mix the tracks and master them. <laughs> but it is what it is. Just have a song start the very first second. It's the drop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a quick vocal and then straight up into the drop. Just straight vocal. But yeah, I would have to say my favorite is the drums. Because if I can make a sexy drum line, that that's that's everything for me. When If my drums are feeling sexy and I'm feeling myself on the drums, Oh, that's my favorite yeah, part of uh, the production. Yeah. yeah. Sure, the, the drums are like the core. Like it's Oh yeah, they if carry the drums them. aren't good. If the if the drums aren't good, I can't listen to the track like the drums need to be at a certain level. They they have to be at a certain level. They have to be mixed well. You know, yeah. you don't want your kick overpowering your snare or clap and Oh uh, yeah, it it goes deep. 
But yeah, yeah, my favorite part about a track is the drums because it it carries the track. It it carries the the energy and the momentum. Yeah, very true. Um, what are some of your favorite artists? Like or, or like, who do you look at as inspirations in your production? I got a lot of artists that I really love. But we'll I say think, uh, name name the top five. Yeah, all right. I think I seven. You know him. Yes, yes, I do. Of course, Infect. He's it's Infect, man. I gotta, oh, yeah. I gotta have him in the list. Ominous, ominous, and Chamber, Chamber for sure. He was actually one that got me into rhythm. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Let's see. I think you named four. What's your fifth one? Ah, uh, it's Chips. Oh, Chips. Of course, of course it is. Like, yeah, um, is the king of the drums, man. Like, oh so, yeah, he got some claps, man, on some tracks like <laughs> yeah. where I freaked the fuck out, man. I love his claps. I love his sub bass too. His sub is yeah. crazy. His mix is just on point, man. Yeah, uh, the did... sounds that he creates it's just mind blowing. Oh me. yeah, like um, crust and jelly. Yeah, <laughs> I love that song. I love this the clap in that. I love the sub, and I love his sound design. That whole track is awesome. Yeah. Did you see that Disciple had that really big uh, remix competition? Yeah, I saw. I tried to enter it, but I had to confirm something with my Spotify account, and I don't know, but my Spotify doesn't work, and I can't get my artist's uh, profile. Because some other guy claimed it a few years back when I still was making trap. No it's way. Like a, it was like a YouTube channel. He had around 200k subs. And he asked uh, if, I, if I could release it on, on his channel. And they put it up on Spotify under my name. And now I can't get it back. No way. Because social media is too, too small. It's not credible enough that it's really me. Oh, that's a shitty deal, man. Yeah, file a lawsuit. Put a hit out on him. Nah, I'm just, I'm just playing. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, I I relate to you on those on those inspirations because Ominous is number one on my list. I love anything Ominous puts out. Yeah, man, the tune Glass Planet. I I go insane every time when I hear uh, that man. Yeah, that it's melody just... and that is so so pretty. The sub, the loudness, the drums, everything is just perfect. I, I don't know how he everything. does it. I really don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. I my my favorite track is "Fuck Yourself." It came out not too long ago. But on um, let's see. I think it was. Let me look this up. But it was um. Ah uh, yeah, fuck yourself. Yeah, I like the track too, man. Oh like, yeah, I know. I about- know. He always tops himself out, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Like you, you don't know how he can get better, but he does. Yeah. But ominous, he was in charge of Never Say Die Black Ops XL Two album. Yeah. And he uh, did a, he did, yeah he did a mix for that, and in that mix around the two two and a half minute mark, he, um, ominous has fuck yourself in that mix, and it was unreleased when he dropped it that mix 
So I've been waiting for this track for, I would say, maybe a year, year and a half. Damn, I didn't even knew. Yeah, oh. ch- ch- check out that album. It has really good songs on it. So the Black Ops XL2 by uh, Never Say Die Black Label. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I got the mix. Yeah, yeah, ch- check check out that uh, that album when you got time. That's a it's a really really great compilation. I will. And I am back to plug Putrid's merch line, guys. Putrid became a sponsor, an official sponsor for the podcast. Hey, we leveling up, my babies. You either with it or you're not. But yo, check out the merch line. I will be plugging that link in the description. So check it out. Go look for it. I really enjoy David. He's so nice, so genuine. And what's cool is Joker had the same experience with him. Like, he's a nice, genuine guy for the underground, for the culture. And I love what he's doing. So I will support Putrid 100% in any way I can. But go to the link. Check out the merch. And at the end of checkout, you will enter the promo code CROOK. That's C-R-O-O-K for 10% off. Again, that's CROOK. C-R-O-O-K for 10% off at checkout. Guys, go support him. I think like many of the people that listen to this, like he's, he's a dreamer. We're all chasing dreams. We're all trying to, trying to do what makes us happy. But at the same time, I think I feel like a lot of us are trying to help other human beings. So go help him out. I will support him 100% in any way I can. Shout out, David. Shout out, Putrid. Guys, Crook as a promo code, C-R-O-O-K for 10% off. So you said Ominous, Chibs, Infect, Chamber, I-7. F- favorite artists. What, yeah. are your, what are your favorite songs? Um, from I-7, it's Jungle Dumb. It's It's like... The myths in those tracks, I, I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about it. Like, I'm speechless about his yeah. shit, man. He, like he, like he's the most unique artist for me right now mm-hmm. in the game. Yeah, his production is really, really unique. And like he always goes on the melodic notes, some from, from time to time, and it's just awesome to hear something different. Um, yeah, from Chamber, my favorite track. It's actually a remix from Jop. The track is called Goodman. It's a Chamber remix. It's just 100% flowed. I I'm in love with it. Like my face always goes full bass face when I hear that. I start oh, yeah. bouncing in my in my room in my chair. Oh yeah, some tracks will do that to you, man. Yeah. And another favorite track of mine is actually from Sizi. It's called LMF. Um, the track on Bewilder Productions. Yeah. The compilation that they have, like it's it mixed down. It's just perfect. Yeah, Sizi's crazy. Yeah, he's for real. And he's, he's young. I I believe yeah. he's only sixteen too. Yeah, he's young. Yeah, yeah. He's a young kid. What about what about ominous? Oh, Glass Planet. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. these are tracks where I always have to to move because otherwise I I can't sit still when I hear them tracks. Like it's every time. Yeah, of course. 
And what about infect and chibs? Oof. Hmm. Let me think. Like, yeah, chips has like sharing guns. Like, it was it, mm-hmm. that was like that fucking tune, right? It was game changing. Yeah, yeah. I remember I heard it the first time live. Um, there was the guy A Track. I think you know the guy. It's he's pretty big in the scene, like uh-huh. in the EDM scene. Yeah, and he was near near my uh, home village, and. Suddenly he just played uh, Sharingans and I went. It was the first time that I heard rhythm on a stage, and I went nuts, man. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I think one of the very first times I heard Sharingan was in 2017. I was at a music festival in Washington State, and it was barely alive back-to-back virtual riot, and oh, they damn. they they played Sharingan. And I'll never forget that moment. Yeah. Or besides sharing and piss off is like, yeah, it, I think that one is my favorite from chips. It's just so powerful. Yeah. I I would give my right arm for this plate, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm telling you like, but, but, man. but your left arm, so you can still produce. So you oh, can shit, yeah. so you can still yeah. move, move still move a mouse around. Well, maybe I can give him my leg, the left leg. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Right here. Just just roll around in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. See, I think my favorite. I really enjoyed uh, flow like EP from Chibs. I think it came out in 2017. But Megatron Skank on flow like EP. That's one of my favorite Chibs tracks. Damn, yeah. I'm listening it right now. That's a very Some nice deep track. stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then Infect. What would you say Infect? I think Endless Party is... Production-wise, it's one of the best tracks, in my opinion. Yeah. That he brought out. Like, it's the, in the high score EP and Disciple. Yeah. Otherwise, like, yeah, the OG tracks, like, Orgolork. Yeah. I, I couldn't really decide Raptor like it's it's just too much stuff from this guy yeah and what's crazy is he's been he's been making music for a while now but yeah. every time he is hitting it on the spot like yeah. Infect's production is crazy and always on point yeah two months ago he uploaded a clip called Erosion did you hear that man? I haven't I'll have to check that out I'm yeah Check it out because like he went on some hard shit, but really? he made it. He made it awesome. Like he can do rhythm, he can do hard stuff, he can do so. I don't know. It, it sounds good every time. Yeah, that's like ominous. Like it doesn't matter if it's like. Have you heard "Sheer Cold" by Ominous and Fizo? Oh damn! No, I haven't. Yeah, listen to that. I, like what I like about Ominous is. He can have those deep, deep ass growls and make a song super heavy, but then you have a song like Glass Planet or Fuck Yourself where it's it's the high the higher notes. Um and regardless what he makes, like they're good. All his songs are good. Yeah, I'm listening to Sheer Cole right now, man. What a tune. Yeah, that's a that like thing is five crazy. years ago. Yeah. 
It's crazy. I think one of my favorite Infect songs is Fearless. Yeah, listen to Fearless by Infect. That song goes doubled well with a lot of tracks. Oh, man. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know, man. I, I'd love to have all the songs, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it, it's really hard to choose one. Yeah. Like, there are so many good tunes. Like, actually, I saw Infect 2 uh, at Rampage last year. Infect you, B2B Murder. Where did you say? Rampage. Rampage? Yeah. You, you went to Rampage? Yeah, the 10-year anniversary, I think. I saw Excision 2. How was like, that? How yeah, was Rampage? It was sick as fuck, man. It was like the first time I went to a festival by myself. Like I was 17 and I flew out to Belgium. We landed on the Brong airport. So we had to um, travel by bus for the half the country for 300 kilometers. And then we finally got there, but it was all worth it. it worth was it? All worth it. Yeah. You weren't. You weren't going to let the little detour ruin your weekend? Yeah. Uh, the only thing I really regret is that we start, we we were at the hotel and there was Shivers B2B Obey playing. <gasps> and we and we were too fucking late. So we only had the last 20 minutes because uh, hey. there was such a line. Hey, it's okay. Better 20 minutes than nothing, right? Yeah. 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 That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I bet that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was... The, 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 sorry, go for it. The, atmos- the, the atmosphere when the infect B2B murder started, you can actually, if you have some time on YouTube, you can rewatch it because, like, it was the first day, but it was only drum and bass. And yeah. Then, and then there was infect B2B murder coming up, and like it was all silent. And then the drop came, and the whole the whole arena started shouting, like freaking out. Like I got goosebumps right now just talking about it, man. Yeah, that's awesome. You said it's on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to go look up that video. Yeah, but so we mentioned earlier, we got connected by David. Yeah. And David owns Putrid Records. You know, you released some songs on there. Yeah. What songs? Did you have an EP? I think you had an EP on there. Am I right? Yeah, it's a, it was a three-track EP called Gates to Hell. Uh, consistent of, yeah, Gates to Hell, Dysfunction, and Get Money. Yeah. So, I will post the... Yeah, I'm going to post the link to that EP in the description of this episode. So, criminals, keep a lookout for that link. But I will link that. Awesome. Thank you, my man. Yeah, of course. Um, about those three tracks, which one's your favorite of the three? Or can you not choose? Sometimes it's hard to choose. I would say, I would, yeah, I think Dysfunction. Because it's like, it's like a very old tune. And like, my style was different back then when I made a tune. And I think this was like my, my very first, like 100% rhythm track. like simplistic rhythm but it well it still it still goes hard i think uh i think that's almost my favorite production wise it's gates to hell 
because you know faceplant the DST. Yes. Yeah, it's the first track I made with faceplant. Yeah. And production-wise, that's my favorite. But from the sound, it's like dysfunction. Yeah, I understand that. It's all. It's always fun getting a new plug-in, messing around with it, creating yeah. something that you did not think you could. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's funny because VST and plugins are like are like toys when we were little kids. It's like yeah, getting a definitely. new toy to play with, and then trying to figure out all it can do. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. real fun. All right, so you released Gates of Hell or To Hell? Gates to Hell. Gates to Hell EP on Putrid Records. I yeah. will link that in the description of the episode. Do you have any future projects with Putrid? Um, yeah, we were talking about future release uh, and maybe uh, a collab with him too. Yeah, because yeah, he he's making some tracks too. He sent me a, yeah. a clip of one of his tracks, and his sound design is crazy. Yeah, it's 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 all it's really deep deep mm-hmm. stuff. But I like it, man. Like he progressed really, really fast. Fast, yeah, way fast. Yeah, like he sent me a clip one day, and I was like, "Damn, who is this?" He's all me. I'm like, "No fucking way." <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. "I was like, this is crazy good. This is awesome." Um, are there any future projects that you're working on right now that you just cannot wait to release and it's your favorite project to work on? Um, the problem is I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it or if I'm okay. allowed to say which labels. But I've um, got a, uh, there's going to be a compilation on, a, I think, a very well-known rhythm label. That's awesome. That's there's awesome. Compilation and there's gonna be a track of mine called Illusions. So basically, what you're saying is you can't announce anything right now, but Joker is coming in hard as fuck in 2020. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. And then there's a other EP on a collective, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say it right now. That's fair. You and I we're gonna talk once this episode's over because I want to know what you're releasing and where. All right, man. Of course. Um, and, then, and then my so the thing that I can't wait on is um, I've got a show in Austria. It's like my first real show where I'm alone. Uh, it's a DMB show, but there's going to be some big artists like, you know, Simula and Bunshin. Yes. Yeah, they're going to be, they're headlining. When's uh, that? When, when is that? Uh, 15th of August. It's no uh, signal and machine. Okay. Or Emanuel. I don't know. He changed his name lately. That's crazy. Um, that's that's like three weeks. Yeah. The thing was like when COVID started, like COVID started, like two or three days before the show, before there was the show. Yeah. And then it got like postponed, and every time again and again, and finally. At least I hope that the 15th of August will be the day. <laughs> of course. Yeah, well, I'll definitely pray for you, man, because we don't have many shows going on here, and any shows that are going on, they get a lot of backlash. Yeah. Yeah, because I think we talked off air, but yeah, like it's kind of crazy here in the U.S. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's awesome. You got a show in Austria August 15th. Yeah, 
Yeah. I think I'm going to release some free downloads as well. Ooh. Next, uh, a few weeks. That's awesome. So, yeah, hey. Look out for them. Yeah, we'll keep in contact um, and let me know when you're going to be dropping those tracks and then I'll share them on my profiles. For sure, man. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to, to hear your stuff because like I said, like I ran into you when I talked to David. David said, check you out. And yeah, I fell in love with your production right away. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Oh yeah, not a problem. Um... I a reason I started this podcast was because I wanted to get connected to underground artists and share the platform that I have. It's not a big one, but any platform I think is a good one. So yeah. I definitely want to use this platform of my podcast and my own music production to help share other artists that I think deserve recognition. And after listening to the tracks that you have on your SoundCloud, I definitely want to help you out and help you spread your name. Thank you, man. Like I think it's like a good idea to start a podcast. You you never know it could go through the roof like in a few months. Yeah, few like, months or even even a couple years. Like it's just the fact of like even when it comes to music, like if your numbers aren't hitting right, like I think like you shouldn't let that get you down. You just got to keep making music. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I went like five years with like hundred plays per track. And like I had to, I had to go through that shitty time, but I spent hours for like, so like 200 listens. Uh-huh. But like I just kept pushing and now it's like every track at least 1K. And I'm very proud of that. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I think uh, everyone can 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 do it if they just stay behind it and they uh-huh. really love what they're doing. Because oh, if yeah. they put in the right the, the, the right energy is coming back too. Oh yeah, it's you you get in this world, you get what you put into it. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, like I think I'm kinda in that point right now where I'm not getting too many listens. Uh, I think the most listens that I have on a track right now are maybe 300, but it's fun. Like I'm not letting that stop me. It's all about making music. It's fun to make music for me. And the fact that I can make a song and put it out to the world and even a few people listen to it. Like that's, that's exciting for me. Yeah. At the end of the, Oh, at the end of the day, it's like, I do it still for myself. I produce for myself. It's not that I produce for the views or the listeners. Mm-hmm. I put it out for myself because I just want to reach something for myself. And I think I'm on the right way. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I see you blowing up here soon. I'm going to do what I can to help you out. And yeah, it's fun when you create something and then you put it out there. Like you created it from scratch. And then when you put it out and you hear that people like it, like that's a good feeling. Yeah. And another thing, like here where I live, like people always picked on me because I was, because I make this kind of music. And like the people here, like they really, they hate it. It's not like they don't care about it. Like they really hate this music here. So I always uh, got stupid comments like every time, like it, be, it, be, it began in school and it went all through until now. But the thing is, like my, my listens, like the majority of my listeners are in the US. So 
the people like they can't really see what I'm doing and what I'm trying to do. But at the end of the day, I don't care because it doesn't it doesn't make a difference for me. Yeah, it's not gonna stop you from doing what you love. Yeah. And I think oh, that's kind of the the attitude I have with the podcast too. I don't know how many people listen to the podcast, but I I got really into podcasts about a year ago and when I looked up and looked into it, I saw that it, it it's not hard to start one. So after that, I, I got equipment, got the equipment I needed, and I started a podcast. And like, yeah, like we were talking about, it's the same with music. Like I do this for me because this is fun to do. Yeah. So sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep trying to trying to push this, push your music, push my own, and trying to help the underground community as much as I can. Yeah, it's all about helping each other out. Like we're a community, like. We have to help each other out, man. Yeah, we have to. But I got one last question for you. At the end of all of my episodes, I have my guest give one last message to the fans, whether it be inspirational or just a little like word of advice. I, I have them give one, one last message. So, Joka, what's your one last message to the fans? I think the podcast is a good um, opportunity for me to really thank all my fans, quote-unquote, the people who listen to me, because it really, even if it's not that much, it really changed my life. Like last summer I had, I really decided that I want to go full-on music, and now it's really showing. I appreciate every single listen, every single like, every comment, I read through everything. I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who listens, even the podcast. Thank you all for changing my life. Even if it's not much, like, it's a lot for me. It's very, it's very, I don't know. Yeah. It's almost emotional for me, man. Yeah, that, well, like, that's good that, that it affects you this way because, like, it just means you care. Yeah, like, always hearing stuff right here. So, yeah, you'll never make it and stuff. But then I see people commenting under my track that uh, that they dig it and uh, that they're having fun listening to it, man. I, I, It's one of the best feelings, honestly, for me. For me personally. I don't know a better feeling than when people comment nice, thing, nice things under my track or they go off or I don't know. It's like, damn, you took your time, your time of your day just to listen to my track and I really... It blows my mind every every time, man. Yeah, like when you really think about it, these people enjoy your stuff, and you know they could have they could have done within those three, four, five minutes they could have done something completely else, but they still decided to check out your music. Yeah, or like when I see when I go on the uh, analytics and I see like one the person, the top listener of the track, like it has he has one hundred listens in the track. Like in a week, like I don't even understand how that works, man. Like a hundred times the same song, it's it's just unreal for me. Dude, they just love your music that much, man. Uh, it's it's still kind of unbelievable for me because like I can't like here there is no scene, so I I in real life I don't don't get much recognition mm-hmm. for the time I put in, 
Like people always just think, ah, yeah, I go on the PC for an hour or two and then I have a song, but they don't know what's like, what it's like to produce a whole song from start to finish. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, Joker, I'm going to do what I can to help spread your name out there. I know David's going to do the same thing. Thank you, man. Yeah, I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast episode. And, I, you know, I hope uh, you're happy. I hope you're you're being safe for sure because, like, the world's crazy right now. So I hope you're being safe. You're happy making music. And I'm excited to see where you go from here, man. You too, man. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, of course. We'll, it, yeah, we'll talk to you soon, all right? All right. All right. Thanks for joining, Joker. Peace out, criminals. Be safe and fuck 12. <laughs>